ನಾನು ಹದಿನಾರು ಹದಿನೇಳು ವರ್ಷದವನಿರುವಾಗ ಈ ಒಂದು ಹುಚ್ಚು ಹಿಡಿತು ನನಗೆ ಅದಂತಂದರೆ ಎಲ್ಲರ ಚಿತ್ರಗಳನ್ನು ಬಿಡಿಸಿ ಇದು ಟಿ ಎಸ್ ಐಲಿ ಇಟ್ಟಿದ್ದು ಇದನ್ನು ಅವ್ರಿಗೆ ಕಳಿಸ್ಕೊಡ್ತಿದ್ದೆ ಅವ್ರ ಕಡೆಯಿಂದ ಆಟೋಗ್ರಾಫ್ ಅದ್ರ ಮೇಲೆ ಆಟೋಗ್ರಾಫ್ ಮಾಡಿ ತಿರುಗಿ ತಗೋತಿದ್ದೆ ಆಮೇಲೆ ಸಾಧಾರಣ ಹದಿನೇಳು ಹದಿನೆಂಟನೇ ವಯಸ್ಸಿಗೆ ನಾನು ಅದನ್ನು ಶಾನ್ ಒಕೀಸಿ ಅಂತ ಒಬ್ಬ ಐರಿಷ್ ಪ್ಲೇರೈಟಿಗೆ ಕಳಿಸ್ಕೊಟ್ಟೆ ಅವರು ತಿರುಗಿ ಕೊಳಿಸಿ ಯಾಕೆ ಸುಮ್ಮನೆ ನಿನ್ನ ಟೈಮ್ ವೇಸ್ಟ್ ಮಾಡ್ತೀಯ ಆಟೋಗ್ರಾಫ್ ಕಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಮಾಡ್ಕೋತಾ ಅದಕ್ಕಿಂತ ನಿನ್ನ ನೀವು ಉಳಿದವ್ರು ನೀನು ಆಟೋಗ್ರಾಫ್ ತೊಗೊಳ್ಳೋದು ಮಾಡು ಅಂತ ಬರೋದು ನನಗೆ ಹೌದು ಅಂತ ಅನಿಸ್ತು ಆಮೇಲೆ ನಾನು ಸ್ಟಾಪ್ ಮಾಡಿಬಿಟ್ಟೆ ಅದು is a familiar sight to many in Bangalore. Girish Karnad sets out on his morning walk. Karnad has traversed many paths as actor, director, thinker and administrator, leaving his unique footprint in many fields. His most significant contribution has been to theatre. Karnad is ranked among the greatest playwrights in Indian literary history. It was only when I was 16 that I realized a very important thing about my family, which was that my mother was a child widow and that she had a son and that she had become a nurse and met my father and got remarried again and that we were children of her second marriage. But we were always brought up to believe that our eldest brother, Bhaljan, was our sibling. We were never told that he was a half-brother. My mother had a very strong influence on me, um, on all of us, for two reasons. One thing, because she had struggled, she was very liberal, sexually. Uh, liberal in, in the way she helped widows, the way she uh, brought up uh, women. Uh, I remember that when I was about 35 and so on, a, p- a woman who was a cook in our house, who was a cook in our house, uh, wrote me a love letter, saying, you know, I love you, you know, what can I do, and so on and so on. So I put it in my drawer and went away to shoot and when I came back there was no letter. So I said to my mother, you know, there was a letter, I had a letter here, I put it here, it has disappeared, what's to be done? So she said, oh, you mean that letter written by that girl? Yes, at that age all girls feel like that. Why are you keeping that letter? Are you going to blackmail her? And she tore it up. That was the end of that. She and my father were both great theatre enthusiasts. They had seen in Maharashtra, you know, because my father travelled around Maharashtra, plays by... Balgandhar, plays by Kishore Bhole, uh, you know, Marathi theatre, they loved Marathi theatre, both of them used to see, I uh, see them and I grew up uh, with them telling me how glorious theatre was. My father was in government service and uh, he retired in 1942-43 from Pune. But the war was on, so he was given an extension. And he was an extension, he had to go to Sirsi, which was then considered a malarial post. because Sirsi had no electricity. It was in the backwoods, it was in the jungles. And one used to see Yakshagana or one used to see company nataks and occasionally a film. But otherwise, the only entertainment was stories. You know, it was a world full of stories. And I learnt all my Puranas, all my Itihasa from those few years in Sirsi. Whatever I learnt about theatre, I imbibed from the Havya community, I think from being with them, from doing plays with them, from acting with them, seeing, uh, going to Yakshagana with them, the whole lot. This is Sarasutpur. My father, when he came to Dharwar in 1952, he came and took a house here 
And since then, I've had a very close connection with Saraswatpur. When we came here in 1952, there were 51 Saraswat houses with Saraswat families and 51 outhouses with Saraswat families. So this whole area was a kind of prosperous Saraswat ghetto. The Saraswats were and are an educated community, uh, which was fortunate for me. And they believed, although they all worked under the British, they believed that India should have independence, that Indians should lead themselves, and that there was need for social reform. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi came here, for instance. He lived in this house. I own this house today, but um, you know, and I'm very proud that Mahatma Gandhi slept in one of the rooms here. Dr. Ambedkar came here, and he was he stayed in another house. That kind of stuff. And Dharwaza was considered the cultural capital of North Karnataka. This is the Basman Mission School. I was a student here for two years after I came to Mumbai. And from here I went on to Karnataka College. A great school. There are a lot of buildings here now, inevitably. I mean, houses are being built. You can see there that a lot of new houses have come. But when I used to come here in 1957, that was exactly 50 years ago, there was nothing here except the Someshwar Temple and the tank. Unforgettable moments in my life. This is the Someshwara temple. I mean, it's quite old actually, and people believe that it was built by Jakanachari, which shows how old it is, which means they don't know who built it. And this is the temple tank. I learned my swimming here. I used to come here at 5.36 in the morning, often without telling my father, who, who used to be very worried. Bendre has a famous poem, Bantarna Sanna Swamara. Bantarna Sanna Swamara, Kanavekana Someshwara. The festival of Sanna Swamara has come and we must now see Someshwara. And this is the Someshwara temple. To anyone interested in literature, whether he was a resident of Dharwar or a visitor to Dharwar, a visit to Bendre's house was a must. In those days, of course, no one took any appointment. We just turned up and Bendre never minded it. Bendri has a poem, Baro Sadhana Kerige, come to Sadhana Kerige. That was the area in which he lived and he welcomed us. Then he would come and he would talk to us for half an hour, 45 minutes. Um, and at the end of it, he would call his son and he would say, Bara Sakritaro, Bara would bring sugar, we would be given sugar, which was a sign of saying goodbye. And then we would go back feeling utterly rejuvenated by this exposure to Bendri's genius. This is Karnataka College. I was here for four years, from 1954 to 1958. I did my BA here with mathematics. For all those four years, I had Professor V.K. Gokak as the principal. He was a marvelous principal, a marvelous teacher. So to be here was really an intellectual honor, a pleasure. In those days, it was considered fashionable among students of the college to indulge in literary creativity, you know, to write poems, to write essays, to write uh, short stories and so on. It may be that people like uh, V.K. Gokak themselves were writers and therefore inspired the people. But among those who were with me, the person who influenced my life most was Kirtinath Kurtkote. He was much older than me. I was about 18 and he was about 30. Uh, the uh, reason was that he had not been unable to continue his education after he did his BA. He did his BA at about 20, then he taught in Gadag because he had no money. And he came to Dharwar when he was around 28 uh, and stayed with G.B. Joshi and continued his education. And this was the one great advantage I had. Through him, I got to know G.B. Joshi. I got to enter Manohar Granthmala, which was a great uh, honor in those days.
this is Subhash Road. And in Dharwar, when I was young, um, Marathi was used as much as Kannada. I mean, it had the same kind of currency. And uh, we spoke both the languages in the uh, marketplace here, actually. And Subhash Road was the road where everyone came for a walk in the evening, particularly college students. The boys came and the girls came and we all walked, pretending not to look at each other, but of course looking at each other. Most important to me, the most important point in Subhash Road was Manohar Granthamala. Here, they were my publishers. They made me the writer that I am today. YNK, YN Krishnamurti, who was the editor of Prajavani and then the editor of uh, Kannada Prabha, used to say that Manohar Granthamala taught Kannada readers to read Kannada literature. In the 1930s, when there was hardly any Kannada literature, Manohar Granthamala took the lead in publishing good literature. They created a whole body of uh, readers for Kannada literature and published uh, writers like Erna Kru, like Gukak, you know, and made modern literature possible. You see, Manohar Granthamala was my other home in Dharva. One home was my own home, where my parents were there. But I always used to come so that I could spend time here with Kirti and GB because I learnt my language here. I learnt my literature here. I learnt about Sanskrit drama here. I mean, the amount I've learnt is quite extraordinary. Kirti's uh, conversation was like a machine gun fire, you know. Bright ideas used to keep on coming from all directions. And if you're there, you try quickly to grab an idea, see what you could do with it. Another man whom I met here was A.K. Ramanujan, who would come here. Then there were people like Shankar Mukashi Punekar and Bendre used to come here. And this was a great crucible for ideas, a very exciting place to be in. And I benefited enormously from it. I did my BA here with mathematics. Actually, I had no love for mathematics. In fact, I hated the subject. But then I was dying to go abroad. In fact, in that generation, everyone wanted to go abroad. Probably they still do. And there was no way my father could send me because he didn't have that means to do so. So to go abroad, I had to get a scholarship. To get a scholarship, I had to get a first class. And I decided that by taking Canada or history or English, I could not make sure that I would get a first class. The only way I could make absolutely sure that I would get a first class was by studying mathematics. So I took mathematics. I got my first class. I stood first to the university and I got the Rhodes Scholarship. So, in a way, my uh, the idea of taking mathematics bore fruit. But now when I look back, I think it was a very good idea because mathematics taught me a discipline. Mathematics gives you a rigor. It lets you think of various factors in a very logical fashion. And if you want to be a playwright, that kind of training is immensely useful. But if I took the Rhodes Scholarship in those days, you know, you, you couldn't fly, you have to take a ship. I had to go by three weeks. My, my father didn't have enough money to pay me back, so I would come back after three years. So there was chaos at home. Will he stay there? Will he marry a white woman? And so on and so on. And the parents were demanding, no, you come back. You come back to India. And I felt these people are making demands on me. All that seemed suddenly coming to life in the story of Yayati and his demands on Puru. You know, you sacrifice your youth for me. And so on. And suddenly the whole thing poured out as a play. ನೀನು ಅವಳ ಅಭಿಮಾನವನ್ನು ಕೆಣಕಿದೆ ಈಗ ಅವಳಿಗೆ ನಿನ್ನ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಂದು ಧ್ವಂಸದಲ್ಲೂ ತನ್ನ ವಿಜಯದ ಅನುಭವವಾಗುತ್ತಿದೆ ನಿನ್ನ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಂದು ಹಿಂಸೆಯಲ್ಲೂ ತನ್ನ ಪರಾಕ್ರಮದ ಸಂವೇದನೆಯಾಗುತ್ತಿದೆ ನಾನು ಈ ಆಟವನ್ನು ನಿಲ್ಲಿಸಲಿಕ್ಕೆಂದು ಬಂದೆ ಆದರೆ ನಾನು ಈ ಆಟದಲ್ಲಿಯ ಆಟಿಗೆ ಎಂಬುದು ಈಗ ಗಮನಕ್ಕೆ ಬಂತು ಇಟ್ ಸರ್ಪ್ರೈಸ್ ಮೀ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ಫಾರ್ ಒನ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಡಿಂಟ್ ನೋ ದಟ್ I, I was so closely related to our myths 
although I was because of Sirsi, thanks to Sirsi for the imbibed in me, that I didn't know. Secondly, I wanted to be an English poet. I wanted to go abroad and be with T.S. Eliot and Auden and so on, you know, win the Nobel Prize, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, and the third thing is I wanted to be a poet, not a playwright. And suddenly this play just poured out like that. It was pouring out. I was writing it down in Kannada. And uh, I was like a stenotypist. <laughs> Before leaving for England, I went to Manohar Ganthamala and I gave him Mano, uh, the G.B. Joshi, the play. And I said, here, I have a play. Can you read it and let me know? And he, of course, gracious in a play, said, I'll take it home, read it. After four or five days, I came back and said, have you read it? And he returned it to me and said, yes, I've read it. You know, that Adasya uh, monologue, that uh, maid's monologue in the last act. That's very touching, he said. That's it. That was the comment on the whole play. Now the Dossi's monologue is a corner, in the corner of the play, not the main theme at all. So I assumed that, well, that's it. That's the end of the matter. My playwriting ends. So I went for, uh, I left for England. In Oxford, there's no other world. What happens outside doesn't matter. You are a student and that is it. Um, you react to each other. You meet writers uh, who are potential writers, politicians who are potential politicians. I really enjoyed those three years enormously. And of course, the Oxford Union, the fact I became a president of the Oxford Union, it took some trouble, was a, a great experience because the Oxford Union is open to London, Parliament. You politicians come, people like Randolph Churchill, people like Sir Cyril Connolly, people like Richard Crossman, they all came, spoke, and I got to know them. And um, I, I got to know how the whole, how India is seen by outside politicians, by intellectuals and so on. When I was at Oxford, in my first term sometime, I got a letter from uh, Kirtinath Kutkuti. And he said, I've just talked to G.B. Joshi. G.B. Joshi says, he, he read your play and he told me what you've done with it. And I think it's very exciting, the possibilities. So please send me the script. But he also made a, a clause. He said, you know, I hope you are not like Eugene O'Neill. Eugene O'Neill uses all these myths for Freudian purposes. And I said, oh my God, because I was very influenced by Eugene O'Neill also. I loved him. So anyway, I rewrote, yeah, he sent it to Manohar Ganthamala. I got a letter saying, we like it, we'll publish it. It was published and, you know, then once it was published, it got all kinds of response. It got very good response. I knew at that moment when Yayati got published that I was coming back. I was not staying in England anymore. I didn't want to be an English poet. I wanted to be in Canada. While writing on drama, Kirtinath Kurkoti in one place said that we don't have any place which treat history as contemporary. And I said, why not? Why not? I mean, you know, I needed a subject and I didn't. So I said, said let me write a historical subject. Took out a book of history and started with Mohenjo-daro and read the history book, write down Mohenjo-daro, Guptas and Mauryas and, you know, write down and level. When I came to 13th century, I came across the story of Tughlaq. And I said, this is it, marvelous. I found the subject. Again, with Tughlaq, it was not just that he was a mad king, a person who took uh, the capital from Delhi to Daulatabad, but he was a king who banned public prayer in his kingdom for five years. Now, think of a sultan banning public prayers. He was going against the Holy Quran. He was going against his priests. Why should he have done it? Again, 
ಸಂಸ್ಕ ಶುದ್ಧ ನ್ಯಾಯ ಬೇಕು ಸಾಹಿತಿ ಸಾಕಾಗಲಿಲ್ಲ So when I was going to Oxford, I was writing Yeyati. On the way back from Oxford, I was writing Tughlaq. So I had the first draft ready as I reached uh, uh, Bombay. This Tughlaq turned me into a kind of all India figure. It was done in Bombay by Alec Padamsi. It was done by Al-Qazi there. It was done in Marathi by Arvind Deshpande. It was done in Bengali by Shambhu Mitra. Mention it, I mean, you know, here by Simha. I must uh, say that many many things in my place came from these casual conversations you know one day karant and i were sitting and i was telling him the story of transposed heads thomas mann's story and said this will make a marvelous uh, film heads changing and so he said yakre film yake olle natka agutado masks use made and i said quite right he just read so i wrote hayavadana adre chikkandira churukutana ikhak barbeku kapila ರಾಮಾನುಜನ್ ಅರೇಂಜ್ ಫಾರ್ ಮೀ ಟು ಕಮ್ ಟು ಶಿಕಾಗೋ ಆಸ್ ಅ ಫುಲ್ ಬ್ರಾಟ್ ಸ್ಕಾಲರ್ ಅಟ್ ದಟ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಇಟ್ ವಾಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಕಂಡೀಷನ್ ದಟ್ ಐ ಶುಡ್ ರೈಟ್ ಅ ಪ್ಲೇ ಫ್ರೆಶ್ ಪ್ಲೇ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೂಡೆಂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಿಕಾಗೋ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಿಟಿ ಇಂಗ್ಲಿಷ್ ಡಿಪಾರ್ಟ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದೆನ್ ರಾಮಾನುಜನ್ ಟೋಲ್ ಮಿ ದ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಆಫ್ ಟೂ ಸ್ಟೋರೀಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಟೋಲ್ಡ್ ಒನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಅಟೆಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ಟು ಅ ಫಿಲ್ಮ್ called um, uh, Chelvi and then he told me the story of Nagamandala and I wrote it out. I just wrote it for the undergraduates. But this is what I mean. A play, writing a play is like having a child, you know. You can say this is the future I want for it, but they don't listen to you. They just go off on their own. Nagamandala has become a hugely successful play. What do you think? No, no, no. Oh, you have to when you're building a house you say this is where the kitchen will come this is where the gate will come this is where the main road is this is where the dust will come and so on a play has to be planned like that i work chip and chisel uh, because i think in a uh, uh, on stage a little look like that can uh, suggest so much the play that i really wanted to write which i worked on uh, at chicago did a lot of work was taladanda and um, uh, agni matmale you know because there there were all these sociologists professors you could discuss with them taladanda what happened in taladanda what was the caste system at that time the mandir and masjid i think was taking place here you know on one side them mandir people saying hinduism is one and we must be saved and the masjid you know the masjid episode 